Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Houston Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. And welcome back to the show. Again, this is our last show of 2023. Wow, has this year flown by. I guess we've probably all had some good and bad during this year. I know I have. Uh, but I'm, I'm never one to say, boy, I'm glad that year is over. I, uh, 2024 is bound to be better because you, you know, there's going to be highs and lows in our life and it's how you deal with them and how you bounce back from them that, uh, that make life more rewarding. And Eric Rude is our guest from the Stampede. I'm sure you can agree <laughs> with that because, uh, during the course of a hockey season, you're going to have a bunch of those. Well, I'll tell you what, if, if, uh, the life of a coach gets exactly what you're saying right there. There's going to be ups and downs, so you just better be prepared for it. You know they're coming, and that's just part of life. So uh, the way I choose to look at it, every day is a good day. No matter what happened, whatever, we're going to find out that today is a good day, tomorrow is going to be a good day. Just some days are a little better than others, especially when you win. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, that does make it nicer. Eric Rude, our guest, the head coach of the Stampede. Before we start talking about your team, how about your kids? I think I find it fascinating uh, that you're able to to be the dad of two college hockey players, one son and one daughter, who are playing in far different parts of the country than we are here in Sioux Falls. Although the Gophers isn't that far away, but uh, Cornell's in New York, so that's a that's a little bit yeah. bit of a jump. So how do you juggle all yeah. this? Well, first of all, I, I got to say it was a really nice Christmas uh, to have everyone in one spot when the kids are all over the place. And, and you know, we, we they basically grew up in St. Cloud and Minnesota and Colorado is kind of where I think they would identify with the most. But we end up back in the Twin Cities for Christmas with family. So that feels home to them. So it was nice to get everyone in one spot. So then my oldest son, he doesn't play anymore, but he helps scout for us for the Sioux Falls Stampede. He lives in the Twin Cities area. So, so the hockey world... Uh, uh, as much as we've moved, we've moved 22 different times, I think, my wife and I. Oh, and my kids still, <laughs> And the kids still love being around hockey, so it's, it's great. Uh, but obviously, my, my daughter, uh, she loves it out in, in New York. She, she, they're a real good team. I think they're eighth in the country right now. Cornell is women's hockey. They're real good. Um, so so she, she just loves it. She loves the school. She loves the... The academic piece, she loves the, the hockey, uh, uh, it's great. And then, and then, yeah, my youngest son, Max, he was here with the Stampede last year, and then now up, uh, you know, he's figuring out what it's like to be a freshman in college. He's in and out a little bit of the lineup, and when he plays, doesn't play quite as much. So, you know, that's all part of life, too, learning how to, how to deal with that. And, but he loves it there and, and is having a great experience. So, so we're very lucky with our, where our kids are at, that's for sure. So how nice has it been to have a, a guy like Jackson Nelson to put his arm around him and say, okay, uh, it'll get better, and this is how you do it? Yeah, it's, it's no doubt about it, and Jackson went through his ups and downs. Even here when he was with the Stampede, you know, I, I things didn't go as, as he planned. I'm, I'm sure he was a big star coming out of Minnesota High School. And he had some bumps in the road, and it's a good lesson for all young athletes because now Jackson is—he's—he has every NHL team that are that are watching him right now to sign as a free agent. So he's gonna—he's gonna end. Uh, wasn't uh, drafted anything like that, but he's worked really hard, and he's a captain up there on that team. And I know my son really looks up to him and loves him. 
And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's good because, uh, you know, I'll just take our stampede this year. We have four guys that are drafted in the National Hockey League that have a chance, you know, like, but of our other 20 guys or whatever, uh, they all still have a chance. Whether you got drafted or not is irrelevant. It's what you do from this point on. And our guys still can get drafted, but a, but a kid like Jackson Nelson's a good example. Just keep plugging away, and he's going to end up signing an NHL contract and, and have a chance to play in the National Hockey League when it's all said and done. And it would have been really easy for the Laverne native to get discouraged because uh, he wasn't just a star coming out of Laverne. He was like a superstar. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he needed to make the move to the Stampede. I was glad he did because uh, – there really was no competition for him anymore in high school. Yeah, I, I agree, and, that, and that's where for everyone, whether you, you know, when you're able to make that jump to junior hockey from high school, it's different for everyone. And uh, and yes, he was dominating that level, so it's time to come to the next level. And and everyone thinks you're going to dominate the next level. Well, you know what? There's a lot of people that think that, and someone's got to start at the bottom and work their way up. And and he's a good example of a guy who's done that and has had a great college career, and now he's going to move on. Eric Rude, our guest with the uh, Stampede. All right, so 13-12-2. And, and, yep. and you're right in the middle of the pack. You're you're not out of the playoff picture by any means. Uh, you'd oh. like to be a little closer than where you're at. But what what has to get better? Because you, you've had 27 games now to, to get your your personality of your team figured out. And and, and and junior hockey, every year you kind of get to the break and then you see what you got, you know, like you, because you don't know with a lot of kids after 10 games, the first 10 games tell you a little bit. And then the next 10 games tells you a lot because that next, the first 10 games, everyone can kind of get through on emotion and energy and, and, and you start figuring out what you have. And then the next game, you know, and now we're starting to figure our group out and, and we really like the group. Uh, uh, I, I, we love our depth, uh, on the back end with our defensive core and our goaltending. Uh, and our forwards just keep getting better. Every week they're getting better. And we had a stretch before the Christmas holiday here where, you know, we had five games without four of our top guys. And, and what, what that was, what it was good for is, is, uh, uh, they were playing with a U.S. hockey team for people that weren't uh, aren't following. Anyway, great experience for them. Good experience for our young guys because we are a very young team. We're we're the only team in the league with only one 20 year old. And part of that was by design a little bit. We wanted to improve as the season goes on. Sometimes if you start with an older team, uh, you know you can hit the ground running fast, but then there there might not be room for improvement. Where you know we're trying to set this thing up for this year and next year and and for sustained uh, uh, competitiveness every year and uh, uh, that's part of it and and I think we're right where we want to be this year we we love this team and it's a bunch of younger guys that are getting better and I think some of the things that that you know maybe hurt us at times during the first part of the season was just inexperience and youth and uh, um, which some of that will grow out of and and you know we're we're playing better as a team uh, every day right now and you know now we're excited to come back after this uh, little Christmas break well, with some good energy and and see where we're at and see what we need to work on here for the second half of the year. Yeah, unfortunately, experience is not something you can coach. Yep. It takes a little while, and it's good. I mean, we 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 really like the group, and we've had some great moments, and and some of our losses have been just weird ones here and there, and maybe not necessarily how we played or, or whatever. Just a few youthful mistakes 
uh, that, that led the wrong direction, but, but our energy is good. And, and, uh, uh, you know, we really like the top end and getting everyone back. Uh, uh, I was kind of explaining to the guys yesterday before the break without, with five, four or five guys from your team missing, uh, you know, it almost feels like a, a parent when you're, when your kid's out of town and you don't have them all in one spot. And now we kind of get all our, our team back in one spot again. Uh, and we're excited to, to make a real fun, uh, uh, push here the second half of the season. I'm just curious. I don't know why this popped into my head, but uh, obviously with Augustana having D1 hockey, has there been any discussion amongst your your guys that don't have scholarships yet that, boy, that'd be cool to go play there, especially when they open up their brand-new arena here in about three or four weeks? Yeah, no, I know. I mean, we, we're real close with their staff, and they're good guys, and, and Garrett Rehoyne is a guy that I coached in college and recruited, so we're we're real close with the staff. And, and to be honest, we we don't really have uh, – um, we only have one guy currently that, that is uncommitted and, and doesn't have a college offer, to be honest. Uh, our guys, a lot of them came in with college scholarships, and a lot of them have gotten them since they've been here. So out of our 24 guys today, we only have one, one current guy in our roster that, that doesn't have a scholarship uh, at, at the time. And I, and I know um, you know we're talking about guys all the time and, and uh, with, the, with the Augustana staff, and, and we know in the future that will be a good pipeline for all of us. It'll yeah. be good for us. It'll be good for them. Uh, you know, we're talking, you know, uh, that pipeline in, in reality is probably two or three years away as they kind of get their recruiting stable going. Um, and then they'll have some young guys that they need a place for for a year or two. And that's, that's kind of where we're at. How impressed are you that they are hovering near the 500 mark in their very first year as they head off to play Notre Dame this weekend? Uh, and, and they've played some pretty tough teams. They, they started with Wisconsin at one point. They were ranked number one. They beat Denver at Denver in a game that, uh, well, it was a, I guess it, it was officially a tie. I just, I don't, yeah. I don't understand that at all. Why you play for the extra point when it doesn't count? Either yeah, it is a tie or every, it's not. Every, yeah, every conference does it different. I know. I, I don't like it. It's dumb. Uh, but point being, um, they've been very competitive. I, I, I'm, I'm really surprised. I'm very pleasantly surprised at how good they've been. Uh, to be honest, I'm not real surprised just because I, I, I know they had a full year to recruit for this group. And that, that was a big advantage for them in a, in a fun way. Like they, they didn't coach last year, so they just had a full year to go out and recruit, which normally when a Division One program starts, it's only happened one other time. Most of the time it's like a club program that gets elevated. So maybe you have half your guys from the club program and you recruit. So they, they had a lot of time and input to put into this. So I, you, I, I would have predicted that those guys, they're real good coaches and that they would have hit the ground running and, and, and come out with a strong start. Uh, you know, they have all the guys on the same page at once coming in together. So it's kind of a fun deal. And it'll be fun to watch them blossom and, and, and grow as, as, as they keep getting, uh, you know, their future guys in the program. But I'm not surprised, to be honest. They're good coaches. And, and, and like I said, a full year to recruit for a team. Uh, you know, that, that you kind of get the pieces you want, and, and now they kind of know what they want to keep building for. Yeah, and I guess they're the ninth, actually the ninth, ninth oldest team in Division One hockey. Yeah, isn't that funny? Yeah. Uh, how that works. And, and, that, and that, you know, when you're, when you're building a program, uh, there are a lot of, you know, you have a bunch of different constraints to deal with. So you are going to take a lot of older, kind of 20-year-old guys that, that you feel like you, you can be uh, competitive with right away in, in college hockey, and that's what they did, and, and it's been a good start for them. Eric Root is our guest from the Stampede. Now, 
you start a, a – how do you feel about back-to-back-to-back games, which is what you've got this weekend? Well, you don't have a choice. The schedule comes out, and then you deal with it. Um, <laughs> but the reality is I don't – sometimes three games in three days is kind of nice because um, you just – that third game you're just playing. It's just uh, – you know, there's not a lot of preparation for either team. They both, uh, you know, I, I think this weekend we'll, both teams will have played three and three on that third night. Uh, so it's kind of fun out of the break. You still have a bunch of energy. So I, the hardest thing is, you know, uh, the Friday game you get time to prepare for during the week. The Saturday game a little bit the same because you're kind of preparing for that first opponent. And then Sunday it's a different opponent. So you kind of just show up and play, which is fun sometimes for the guys not to have a lot of, uh, uh, prep and just show up and, and, and go. So, uh, you know, it, it's usually the way this, this happens is right out of the break. You play a, a few games in a row. Kids are off at school, so it's a great time to have a bunch of uh, uh, games uh, for, for, for teams in our league. And, and uh, so we're kind of used to it, and we're excited for the weekend. Yeah, actually, the timing's pretty good. And, and uh, I'm, I'm not making anything more of a big deal than it is because they're kids. And, you oh, know, yeah. kids should be able to play every day in my mind. It's not the NHL where you have to travel, you know, and, and fly from place oh. to place. Well, that's better. Actually, our guys ride on a bus and get home at 4 in the morning some nights and play. Like, <laughs> the plane is a lot better when you leave right after the game and you fly back and you're in your own bed by 1 o'clock in the morning. Our, the junior hockey is, is a grind for the kids. So we'll play in Sioux City tonight. We'll hop on the bus. We'll get back. Uh, tonight, we're lucky it's a short one, so we'll get back at a decent hour and play the next day. But, that, you know, that's, that's part of the, the fun part about this league is watching the kids go through the adversity. And, um, you know, there was a game, we had weather going up to Fargo before the break, and we ended up getting there 45 minutes before the game because there was sleet and things that weren't in the forecast that we just couldn't, uh, you know, so that's part of our, uh, our, our world in junior hockey is, is being adaptable and watching the kids learn and grow and all that good stuff. So, uh, so anyway, the, 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 the travel part is what it is, but, but it's, it's three games in, in three days is, is, uh, it's fun for the guys. They love it. Just good, put the gear on and, 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 and go to work. Do you guys always have the same bus driver? Uh, no, last year we did, uh, but our, 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 our bus got, uh, our bus company uh, sold our, our buses to a different company. So we've had different ones this year. Uh, in the past, certain teams, you do have your, your same person. And, uh, uh, but this year, for whatever reason, we've had a different person uh, a lot of times. Because that's kind of nice. They become part of the team, don't they, almost? Yeah, no doubt about it. When you, when you, when you have the, uh, the same person all the time, it, it is kind of nice because everyone knows the expectations. They kind of know, you know, they know the, the ranks. They know where to go. Um, you know, so it's just a little extra prep work for us, just kind of not knowing, you know, who's going to be with us all the time. But, you know, that's part of it too. Yeah. And when they get back on the bus, you know, he's like, nice job, boys. You know, because they yeah, watch yeah. the game, they're cheering for you. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, they become part of your family for sure. There's no doubt about it. There's a lot of late nights on the bus. And, you know, after you win, the, the fellas are a little loud for a while. So so the bus driver gets to hear a little bit of everything with our, with our guys. He gets to sing with them, right? That's right. That's all part of it. All right, Eric, you've got one guy in the top 20 in scoring. Uh, JJ's got 13 goals eight and 15 assists for 28 points. Is that an area you need to improve on in terms of getting more scoring out of more people? 
I don't, I mean, I don't, I think if you look at our depth, we have one guy in the top 20, but if you look at the next page, there's probably four or five guys on that next one. So, you know, I, I think we do that this is a group, you know, every year is different. Um, and, and some teams have one or two guys that, that, that do a lot offensively and maybe everyone else, not, not as much. And, you know, where this, this group was, you know, when we were putting this team together last summer, we were, the, the word was depth. We wanted depth and scoring and we're seeing that happen happen more and more uh so you know we never want to be just a one-line team uh uh focusing on, on that we want to make sure that, that we kind of have uh, all four lines that can score and we're getting closer to that we've you know we had some injuries in the first half and some guys missing so we didn't quite have you know 12 13 forward going all at the same time we're we're now here in the second half i think our uh, the, the, the way we played a lot of guys earlier in the year now should really help us uh, with those guys getting great experience here for, for the second half. And, uh, and we should just continue to get, you know, I don't know if we're going to have anyone get 30 goals, but hopefully we have a bunch of guys with 10 goals at the end of the year and we're all pulling in the right direction. Well, if you got a dozen guys that are in double figures and goals, that's, that's exactly. pretty good. Um, yeah. Obviously the, the key, I don't think most people understand if you get, if you can field a decent to good fourth line, you're head and shoulders over most teams. Yeah, no, for sure, and and that's and that's the thing where I think uh, where our depth up front it hasn't necessarily led to more goals yet or points, but it will as we move on because we do have depth there. Um, so so if you can if you can have a a fourth line that can also contribute offensively a little bit. Uh, I, I think you're in, we're, we're, you're in, we'll be in good shape, and and with with a couple guys coming back off an injury, and we just added a player during the break. I think our depth um, on our bottom part of our forwards really is going to prove your improve over the last stretch of the season, and, and we should hopefully we'll see it right away this weekend. And obviously, you can't win a championship without a good goalie. Michael's what three point, just about three point goals against average. Is your goaltending where you yeah. need it to be? Yeah, I know. I mean, I think, you know, always, if you look at the numbers, the numbers could be a little better, but I think they both, uh, Caleb and, and, uh, uh, Michael have both had good moments, uh, both been up and down as young goalies. They're both young, which is totally to be expected. And that's another spot, uh, you know, that I think will continue to improve as those guys get used to playing a full schedule in this league. You know, they're, they're two, rookie goaltenders in the league and it's a lot and it's a busy time um so i think we've seen ups and downs and not but not with their talent they're both real talented kids that are going to be great college goalies and keep and keep getting better and we'll keep seeing it more and more as the season goes on this year yeah because goalie is such a key it is a good goalie can carry you in the playoffs no, there's no doubt about it. It, it. It's you see it every year, and 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 it is it is it's you know it's like any I, I, you know hockey's unique there where that position is is you know they wear different equipment even so I mean it, it's a it's a totally different animal uh, and you know we do a lot of work with that we have a guy on staff who was a goalie so he works with them a lot uh, uh, individually on their, on their part, because, you know, I can tell you the basics, but I didn't play the position. So it is important to have someone around, uh, that has played that position, uh, whether it's, you know, every couple of weeks you bring someone in or for someone on a daily basis, it is nice. And, and so our guys are getting a lot of uh, good feedback. Sioux city tonight, then you're back home tomorrow, right? Yep. Yep. Little road trip tonight and then two games at home for the rest of the weekend. So we're really excited. 
Excellent. Well, uh, have a great weekend, and we'll talk soon. All right. Sounds good. Thanks. See you, Eric. Eric Rude, our guest, the head coach of the Stampede. We'll be right back. You hear me talking about great life every day for a reason, and it's not just because my son Nick Ovenden is the president. Actually, Dad, I honestly don't know if there's anybody who gets more out of their membership than you, and that's just with the golf you play. You spent half that time at the Uh, fitness centers. What are you implying? (laughs) That I'd love to have you work out with me every morning at 6 a.m. I don't think so. How about waiting until I'm awake? Well, good thing most of our facilities are open 24 hours a day, and we've got a friendly, knowledgeable staff that'll help you get started or even keep you on track if you need to be, Dad. Let's change the subject. When are you adding new golf courses? Well, we're always looking ahead for our members. So in addition to the courses that we have in the region, we also have Great Life courses in Kansas City, Topeka, and now Arizona. Now you're talking. Hey, hey, can you help me hit it further too? Yep, any time of day. But as for straighter, I sure can't help with that. (laughs) I I know that. (laughs) But our golf pro certainly can. (laughs) (laughs) Give us a call or stop by any of our locations to see what we're all about. Or go to joingreatlife.com. Live, play, better at Great Life. Just walking into Vance Thompson Vision, I, I was amazed at the spaciousness, the greetings I got at the front desk. Nine years ago, my daughter had LASIK surgery. She said, Dad, when you're going to have your cataracts fixed, you should check with Vance Thompson Vision first. Well, my wife looks so good now with these new eyes, I think we're going to take a second honeymoon. <laughs> Download our free cataract checklist at VanceThompsonVision.com. For those who don't like to be still. For those with things to do and the drive to get them done. For those in search of a partner to help make it happen, there's a bank. A bank that listens, acts, and impacts all things right here. Dakota Bank. Go with experience. Go with teamwork. Go with integrity. For banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust. Dakota Bank. Here for you. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, insurance and trust services, not FDIC insured. Your joints are your connection points, and when they hurt, they stop you from moving freely. That's why at Sanford Health, our board-certified orthopedics and sports medicine experts are ready to help you safely restore your movement and relieve your pain with same-day joint replacement surgery options. These minimally invasive surgeries come with less risk and allow you to have a comfortable recovery at home. You don't need a referral to get started. Schedule a consultation today at SanfordHealth.org. For that extra special gift, look no further than the Diamond Room. Justin Shadow and his staff will make the entire experience an enjoyable one. We've been helping customers for almost three decades, and Alone Spectre has actually been in the business much longer than that. We have the largest selection of loose diamonds in the region. We also have two in-house goldsmiths and two graduate gemologists on staff. Visit the Diamond Room at 3501 West 57th Street, Sioux Falls, or call 605-362-0008 for an appointment. Or you can always check out our new website at thediamondroom.com. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Furniture Mart USA, and Fireplace Pros. So do you or a loved one need help in making your medicine taking easier every day? Lewis Pharmacy offers Smart Pack. It's an easy Worry-free way to take multiple medications. Your medications are placed into a weekly, easy-to-open pill pack. Each pill pack will contain the medications for seven days, and you get a month's supply. You get four weeks' supply every time you pick one up. 
For more information about Smart Pack, contact your pharmacist at Lewis, which is, of course, your first stop for pharmacy and pretty much everything else as well. Thanks for listening all year long, not just today. Uh, today's our final show, and I always get a little, a little uh, reminiscent at times like this. It's been a terrific year in sports. It's been fun to be able to talk about it. It's uh, been great to have you along with me and and Mike at times when he's filled in for me, which has been great. It's uh, been great to have you along for for the ride. It's been a fun, fun year, and I'm looking to a, forward to a whole lot more in 2004. We'll have a best of on Monday with uh, <laughs> Caleb, Kalen DeBoer and Burgett Riley. I'll be back Tuesday, and then it's off to Frisco. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Rosenbauer, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, The Diamond Room, Furniture Mart USA, Billion Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, Houston Speedway, Comfort King, and Corey and the Fireflies. Woo-hoo! <laughs>